it is such a wonderful privilege and to participate in your church service today. Although I am a faithful participant of the Monday, Wednesday, and Friday prayer call, the Wednesday evening Bible study, and the New Bethel Book Club. This is my first time participating in your worship service. So thank you, Reverend Bland, for this opportunity. Let us go to the Lord in prayer. Lord, we thank you and we glorify your name. And for your, we thank you for your presence in this virtual house. We thank you for waking us up this morning in our right mind. We thank you for providing us shelter and food and everything that we need in order to survive on this food. And Father, as we humbly come to you in worship and thanksgiving, we ask that you shower your blessings on the hearers of your word. But above and beyond those blessings, Lord God, we ask that you have grace and show mercy on the many victims throughout this land. Victims of heat in the west, storms in the east, calamity in the south, and violence throughout. We know that your will will be done. But we ask for mercy and for our neighbors, Lord God, in Jesus' name. And we ask that you answer our prayers. Amen. 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 It's vacation season. And after a year plus of lockdowns, it is time to take some time out. AAA estimates that more than 47.4 million Americans took to the roadways and the skies during the July 1st through 5th period. But did you know that Jesus took vacations also? In fact, he took numerous vacations. Today, let us talk about vacations and a teaching from the Word of God that I have entitled Vacation like Jesus. Pray with me, please. Gracious God, we thank you for seeing us through the other side of the pandemic. And we praise you for your son, Jesus, and the teachings that he has brought us in your word. Father, I ask that you allow the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart to be acceptable in your sight. For you are my rock and my redeemer. And it's in Jesus' name that I pray. Let us all say amen, amen, and amen. Yes, Jesus took vacations. Yes, Jesus took time off. Jesus took time off to re-energize. Jesus took time off to spend quiet time with God. Jesus took time off before making a major decision or after a heavy period of ministry. And yes, Jesus even took time off when he had enough of people. Let us examine how and what did Jesus do when he took time off. Let us go on vacation with Jesus. Like many of us with work responsibilities or maybe being a little short on cash, Jesus found it difficult to take long vacations. However, Jesus did do something much more effective. He carved out time for small vacations. 
on these sabbaticals. Jesus did something we need to emulate regardless of our time off. Jesus took God with him on those vacations. Jesus made it a practice to take a weekly sabbatical, a time spent in rest, a time spent with family, a time spent with friends, and yes, a time spent with God. In Luke chapter 4, the nearly baptized Jesus, after 40 days of being in God in the wilderness, was tempted by the devil. Now we know how the story went. Jesus was taken up by the devil and is led through several texts. Dis disappointed and defeated, the devil departs. But what did Jesus do? Well, the answer can be found in Luke chapter 4, verse 16. And here it is. He came to Nazareth, where he had been brought up. As his custom was, he went to the synagogue on the Sabbath day. Jesus took vacation. Jesus took sabbaticals. Jesus took God with him. I urge you to take a weekly sabbatical, a time when you can put work aside, a time when you can be with family, a time when you can spend time with yourself, a time where you can be with God. In my life in ministry, I'm working hard to be faithful, and the Sabbath is one of the spiritual practices that I have adopted. Again, I urge you to carve out time for a sabbatical. I urge you to be like Jesus and spend your vacation time with the Lord. In addition to the sabbaticals, we see Jesus spend vacation time with God after he's achieved a victory in the name of the Lord. In Matthew chapter 14, a great assembly of 5,000 followed Jesus as he attempted to depart for a deserted place. Seeing in the crowds, Jesus was moved with compassion. And he healed the sick among them. As evening came, his disciples urged Jesus to send the crowds away so that they could buy themselves some food. But then Jesus said to his disciples, they do not need to depart. You give them something to eat. And which the disciples replied, we only have five loaves here and two fishes. Well, saints, we know what happened. Next, a great victory for the Lord happened as Jesus turned those loaves and fishes to enough food to feed 5,000. And on last Thursday night, there was another great victory from the Lord. Welcome back. Can you spell winner? Because our next guest certainly can. It's time for Feel Good Friday. And today it's all about the new script spelling bee champ, Zaila Avant-Garde. Zaila is just 14 years old, but she's already a Guinness World Record holder, a basketball champ, and as of last night, she's the first African-American to win the script's national spelling bee since the competition started in 1925. Take a look. Maria, M-U-R-R-A-Y-A. That is correct. <laughs> this spelling bee competition has been going on for nearly a hundred years, and it's the first time the champion is black. Yes, it is plain to see for even this spelling challenge preacher that this victory was a victory from the Lord. 
Scripture is telling us that we should celebrate this victory as Jesus did after feeding the 5,000. We see how Jesus celebrated with a vacation with the Lord. Look in Matthew 14, 23, where it says, and this is after feeding the 5,000. When Jesus sent the crowds away, and they were quite full, he went up into a mountain by himself to pray. It is clear. Praise God from who all blessings flow, and when the victory from God comes, and it will, we must spend some time in vacation with the Lord. So I have a question for you. Do you ever get tired of some people? Have you ever had someone get on your last nerve? In Mark chapter 7, Jesus is engaged in a legalistic debate with the Pharisees and the scribes about the hygiene of the disciples. After the talk, Jesus departed for Tyre. And there we see him in verse 24 of Mark 7. He enters a house and he didn't want anybody to know that he was there. Yet somehow his presence was not kept a secret. Jesus was weary of constant people contact. And he gets weary of that just as we do. Even those of you who are off the charts extroverts, and I'm not one of them, have their people limits. So he went to a friend's house in hopes of finding seclusion. By taking a people break, we can be like Jesus, giving our bodies and minds and souls time to reflect so that when our eyes integrate once more with others, we will be sincere and productive. Taking a weekly sabbatical, taking time to be with the Lord when celebrating a victory in the name of the Lord, and finally spending time with the Lord when people get on our last nerves. Yes, these and in many other ways, we can take a vacation. So when we do, let's take it with Jesus. So now it's vacation time. Your bags are packed, your ticket has been purchased, your car is full of gas, and you're ready to go. So the question is, are you vacationing with Jesus? If you're not, today is your opportunity to travel with the King of Kings, with the Lord of Lords. You get to travel with someone who said this, come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest unto your souls, for my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. Jesus is calling. Let's take a vacation. Pray with me, please. Father, I come to you as a sinner seeking to have a vacation with you. I'm a sinner and I ask for your forgiveness. I welcome the opportunity to travel with you. The adventures that we will go and the peace that I will feel because I'm now vacationing with you. And it's in your son Jesus' name I pray. Let us all say, amen. Now, if you prayed that prayer with me, then you're saved. However, being saved is about growing your faith. At New Bethel, we like to think of ourselves as a faith factory. We are building on our faith with worship and Bible study, 
morning prayer call at 6.30 on Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays, along with Sunday school and other worship opportunities, including a very active Facebook page, a website, and a network of podcasts. So if you're listening or watching online and you want to join us, join our church, you can call or text me. My number is 608-358-1309. 608-358-1309. Let's start a conversation about your faith. Now for our benediction. A covering of God's blessings until we meet again. Listen to the word of Jesus. Come to me and I will give you rest. All of you who work so hard beneath a heavy yoke, wear my yoke for it fits perfectly. And let me teach you, for I am gentle and humble, and you shall find rest for your souls, for I give you only light burdens. May the grace of God be with you as you take Jesus on vacation. And let us all say, Amen. Western needs.
trouble all over the world. I'm telling every man, woman, boy, and girl, Jesus is coming to so soon, so soon. Saints, it's your faithful giving to New Bethel that has allowed us to do God's work. You can give to New Bethel by texting NBC150 to 888-364-4483. You can also give online at www.nbcdublin.com. Or you can mail your contribution to Post Office Box 1690, Dublin, Georgia, 31040. Blessings. And thank you.